Welcome, 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 welcome everybody to the Thoughts of an Empath podcast. This is your host, Steve St. Ville, and as usual, it's a blessing and an honor to be here with y'all today, man, for real, for real. First and foremost, gotta show love to God. Gotta show love to God, because God has been working overtime. And if you ain't seen God working, I need you to get tapped in, because he has most definitely been working. Next, gotta show love to the album of the episode, Burner Boy, Twice As Tall. I definitely told you guys that I love and appreciate conscious artists and conscious music. And listening to Burner Boy's album has shown me how conscious of an artist he is, and I just appreciate his work so much more. And the flow is fire. So definitely go check out his work. You will most definitely not be disappointed. Next, want to do some quick promo before we get into the episode. Just in case you guys aren't following Thoughts of an Empath on Instagram, we have a brand new page at Empath Nonprofit. Again, that new page is Empath Nonprofit. This is where you'll be able to see everything that we got going on that's related to Thoughts of an Empath, the different brands that we're developing, things that are coming out, whether it be Open Lounge, Book Club, a new podcast episode. This is how you'll be able to keep up with us. And we also have a link tree that's available on the Instagram page where you'll be able to get easy access to these things that we got going on. So definitely go support us on the social media pages. And if you would like to support me personally or just kind of tap in with me on a personal level, you can follow my personal Instagram at globally underscore Steve on Instagram. Again, <laughs> globally underscore Steve. And I also have a link tree as well at globally Steve where you can, you know, tap in with some of the things that I'm doing outside of thoughts of an empath. So I definitely love and appreciate you guys in advance for the support. Uh, no recap today. I know it's been months since the last episode, but no recap. All I really got to say is life is grand. <laughs> life is grand. So without further ado, we're going to get into the episode. Steve's hierarchy of needs. Now, the premise of this episode is to explain different cultures that I personally have continuously sought out to develop within myself and cultures that I seek to inspire others to develop within themselves. And these cultures allow us to live full lives of purpose, not just in our eyes, but in the eyes of God and in the eyes of the people. Now, this hierarchy is in order of development, not importance, because all of these cultures are pretty much equally important. However, this is the order which I believe we should develop them in order to make the most of what we are trying to accomplish. And those cultures are spiritual awareness and, you know, being in tune with your intuition, exploring your passion and your creativity and how you serve using these. Your emotional and physical awareness, fun, and living in your truth. So we're not going to waste no time. We're going to get right into the good stuff. The first culture I believe we should develop is the spiritual awareness and, again, that intuition. 
Now, it's no secret that humans are deeply spiritual creatures by nature. However, you have to have a personal relationship with God and that spiritual world. And it goes deeper than just believing in God or, you know, being religiously involved. It involves being in tune with your spirit so that you understand what decisions and what environments serve you. It involves being open to receive guidance through non-tangible means, which now allows you to create a unique language between you and God. So for me, in my life, one of the obviously the most common ways that God speaks to us is through our intuition, that gut feeling that just kind of tells us this feels really this just feels right or something feels off. That intuition is very important for you to understand. Next for me, this is a little bit more personal to me, is numbers. Numbers play a huge role in the, in the language that I have with God. Whenever I'm thinking about something and I happen to see specific numbers, I already know that there is a message or a guidance that I should be receiving based on whatever it is that I was thinking about. In addition to that, I also pay attention to subtle coincidences throughout my day. And I always recognize that I may be thinking about something, just reflecting on something, and then something very subtle will happen. For example, like the traffic light turning yellow, the timing of that traffic light turning yellow in relation to whatever I was thinking about tells me, yo, Steve, slow down with this. You're getting to a point where you need to stop and reflect. So don't try to beat the clock. On same thing, on the flip side, there are times when the light will turn yellow and I'm like right underneath it. And I'm thinking about something, but that tells me, yo, Steve, have a sense of urgency with what you're doing. Because if you lollygag and you stop, not only can you obstruct traffic because you probably going to be in the middle of an intersection. But you're going to be held behind. So, again, that's just small, subtle ways that God speaks to me. And another thing I want to let you know is it's important to know how God doesn't speak to you. For me, God don't typically speak to me in my dreams. I may have lucid, vivid dreams. There's not usually a, a message that needs to be learned in my dreams. So again, it's important to understand that language so you confidently know when God is talking to you and when he's not. Now, the next culture we need to develop is exploring passion and creativity, but then how we serve using these things. Now, again, it's no secret. Humans are deeply creative individuals. We are deeply creative creatures by nature. Music, art, language, storytelling, style. <laughs> we have this unlimited capacity and power to create which is essentially turning something spir spiritual, taking something spiritual and bringing it into the physical through a specific medium. Now, creativity drives innovation throughout time and it's beautiful to see. Like if you've ever seen the movie Soul, there's a part in the film where they're talking about the zone, where it's just that space where you just feel like filled and it's just like, yo, that's that creativity. That's that passion within us that we need to explore. However, I'm going to challenge you to take that relationship with yourself even deeper and ask yourself, how can I serve? Using this creativity, using this passion, how can humanity now benefit from my creation?
in my personal life, I'm proud that I've embraced my creativity and I'm actively developing multiple projects. I'm currently writing an anime. I started writing a short story. It's a love story, just to give you guys a little insight. I started writing out the idea for a movie. I have an idea for a children's book. I started working on a personal music project. Oh, that's long overdue. That's long overdue. Every now and then I'll play some soca music in the morning. That's like a little tagline, a little segment that I do where I just either play some soca music with a positive message or I'll start mixing the, the music myself and bring out the DJ controller. I have a clothing line that I'm going to be dropping soon. I have a photography page that I post to whenever I go about my travels. So it's clearly I'm expressing and exploring my creativity. However, in each medium, I'm very intentional about the message that I'm spreading. For example, my clothing line, Dangerously Vulnerable. This is a way of life that I've now encountered and I want to expose the rest of the world to. And this is reflected in the designs that I put out. Quick note, if you pull up on the, the, the Globally Steve link tree, you'll actually see the link to the Dangerously Vulnerable page and you'll start, you can see some of the designs and even put in some orders if you would like. Thank you in advance. Now the next culture that we must develop is emotional and physical awareness. Emotional awareness is essentially emotional intelligence. And that's just an understanding of how emotions work and having a sense of empathy, you know? However, there are tons of resources online on emotional intelligence and all that stuff. So I'm not gonna go deep into that. You can do your own due diligence and really get some, some knowledge. Next, we must, however, we must also um, develop physical awareness. And this is an understanding of how emotions show in people. Facial expressions, body language, tone. It requires paying attention to subtle indicators that give you an educated guess as to what someone is feeling in the current moment. Now, for me, this is something that I feel like I was born with. And I half jokingly say that I was born with the curse of empathy. <laughs> And I saw it as a curse in my younger years because I, it was very easy for me to understand where people were coming from. However, when people would now do me wrong, I would be able to see their, like, I would, like, okay, I get why you felt like this was okay to do, but did you have to do it to me kind of thing? Like, that was always a question in my head. And it was like, it caused a lot of confusion because I never held malice. In my heart, it was like, OK, I can see where you're coming from with this. But it constantly made me question myself, like, yo, why don't I hate the people that have did me wrong? And I look at the rest of the world and everybody seems to hate the things that have done them wrong. And they seem to be just living an easier life. So it caused a lot of confusion for me, like, yo, this I don't want to care this much. I don't want to be this understanding. However, it wasn't until I got older that I recognized the people who I thought were living a carefree, easy life by just hating the things that, that, that did them wrong, that they didn't like. They were actually the most miserable. And I came to understand the strength it took 
to have grace in my heart. The strength it took to have love in my heart, even after people have done me wrong. <laughs> now the next culture that we most definitely need to develop. I'm very serious about this. Fun. Fun. We need to learn how to have fun. And not just do what's cool. Because truth be told, fun is defined by you. However, there's a very deeply grave issue that I've observed. And it's that we've become a society that does what's cool or what's trendy. Humans, naturally being community-minded, you know, creatures, will forego fun, what we think is fun, just to do what the rest of the community is seeing as cool. Just so that we're included. Just so that we're involved. Just so that we don't miss out. I want to be the first one to tell you that there is a community for you in the things that you deem fun. Whether you find it or whether you create it. Luckily for me, before, like during the pandemic, I told you guys in a, in a previous episode that I'm an avid gamer. That's very, very true. However, in recent years, especially before the pandemic hit, I wasn't playing video games as much. And it's simply because I didn't really have people to play with. Like the, the single player games are cool, but after a while, it's like, yo, there's that interaction that you get from playing alongside someone else that you can't really beat that. And by the grace of God, a community of gamers found me. Some of the people I already knew, but some of the people I never knew, never met in my life. And the way they treat me like family today, it's beautiful. Now, I'm also someone that enjoys reading and I enjoy conversation. So I took the initiative and I created a community. I started a book club. So there is most definitely a community for you in the things that you deem to be fun. Whether you find it or whether you create it. And now the last culture that we must develop, must develop, that I believe we must develop anyway, is living in your truth. And what this means is not just accepting, but being empowered by every part of your story. The good, and the bad what this does is it allows you to be viewed as authentic in the eyes of god yourself and the people because you're taking your light and your dark and you are living in them simultaneously to be the creature that is you god never wanted perfection that's a man-made ideology. That's a man-made conception. Get that out your head. What God wants is authenticity. So I ask you this question. Is the person that you show to the world who you truly are? <laughs> now, in my experience, learning to live in my truth has been the has been nothing short of liberating. And following through daily 
has allowed me to tap into spiritual laws that serve as the foundation for the name of my clothing brand, Dangerously Vulnerable. So as I move into my closing, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you guys for spending this time with me, for real. I appreciate you and I love you for spending the time with me. And if you've received something from this episode, I just want to leave you with a little golden nugget of wisdom. None of these cultures can be developed if you are not intentional. Simple. Your intention determines everything. If you are not intentional about developing a spiritual awareness and being in tune with your intuition, you'll never know when God is talking to you. The ego, the lower self, the enemy, the devil, it comes by many names. That entity may be speaking to you and you'll get confused as to whether that's God or not because you don't have a real relationship. If you're not intentional about exploring your passions and your creativities, you won't ever know the extent of your imagination. And that's something that is limitless, literally. However, you'll never explore those depths because you're not intentional about being creative. And then you'll never be able to serve people in a unique way. If you're not intentional about your emotional and physical awareness, you'll never know how the people are responding to you. You'll never know if the people are receiving from you. You'll be lost in the clouds and you'll be <laughs> in your own imaginary land thinking that, hey, everything I put out, the people hate when they might not. And or everything you put out, the people love when they may not. If you're not intentional about having fun, that's a miserable life, B. I ain't gonna hold you. That's a miserable life if you ain't got no fun. And what you feel is fun, not what the community is doing, what's cool and what's trendy. What you feel is fun. If you're intentional about fun, you'll find a community. However, if you're not, you won't. And living in your truth. If you are not intentional about living in your truth, if you are not intentional about being empowered by the darkness and the light that is your story, when judgment day comes and we stand before the throne of God, Because all of us are going to have to go through that. And remember, God wants authenticity, not perfection. So if you're hiding your darkness, you're not being authentic. If you're hiding your light, you're not being authentic. And I know for me, mm, I, I want the people to be authentic so that we can all have a blast in heaven. For real. And with that, I just want to say thank you guys for watching this episode. If you've enjoyed it, definitely comment your opinions, your thoughts. Like the page, share it with someone that might enjoy the message. And definitely connect with us on social media, man. I, I love to keep in touch with the people. So this is your host, Steve Saintville, signing off. I thank you. I love you guys. I'm praying for y'all. And I pray you have a beautiful day. Jambling, I begin so me and you know be the same thing. Now we meet, I got to do another day, man.